What are the secrets of those extraordinary individuals that have achieved extraordinary success? Listen to their stories, discover their knowledge bursts, make those connections. Get ready. It's time to start moving forward. Hey, John Lim here. We've got a great episode. We're moving forward today with Evan Bike. He is an entrepreneur, business mentor, and he specializes in branding and managing your online reputation. You can learn more at his website, Evan Bike or EvanWYK.com. How are you today, Evan? Hi there, John. I'm very well, thank you. Not bad at all. Great to have you on the show. You're joining us all the way from the United Kingdom in Cardiff, so great to have you on the show. And um, you and I have connected online through Twitter, through Facebook, and we have some great friends in common. I know that you've also participated in the Winnie Sun tweet chat, but you know, you, I know that you follow Sherry Ame and Zach MacArthur yes. and Paul Howery, and then we had, we just have some great people in common. We do indeed, absolutely. And they, like you say, they are phenomenal people. I do care a lot about them, and it's great to communicate with them on a regular basis. Absolutely. Well, Evan, I'm excited to have you share your story. So, Evan, I only gave just such a brief intro. Tell us a little bit more about what it is that you do. <laughs> um, what I do is, um, particularly, I would classify it as being a brand guardian. Mm-hmm. It is um, when I mentor and coach my clients, which could either be individuals or businesses, um, to help them with their branding, um, their reputation, and particularly online, and also to build any kind of external partnerships that they are interested in collaborating with. I love it. And Evan, how did you get on this path as an entrepreneur? <laughs> Well, um, not so long ago, only a few years ago, I was made redundant after I have been working permanently full time for around about 20 plus years. Mm -hmm. And as part of my redundancy package, I was allowed to go and attend a month long um, sessions with a development agency. I was in London at that stage because I lived in London for a very long time before I moved to Cardiff, actually. Mm-hmm. And um, throughout talking to my mentor at the agency, um, we sort of discovered that, obviously, as you can imagine, through 20 years, I've built up quite a lot of experience and knowledge, et cetera, et cetera. And the question sort of arises, sort of like, so what shall I do next? Now, I kind of feel I had two options there. One was the obvious to a degree, which was apply for another full-time position and continue on that kind of path. Well, Evan, let me ask Um, you, what had you done for this company for 20 years? Well, it was various companies, to be honest with you. It wasn't only one. Um, I was probably within the 20 years that I was doing this within London, after arriving in London, I worked for across about four or five different companies. Mm -hmm. And um, they were all related. They were all um, business television broadcasting related. So um, I ended up for the last seven years of working really with a very huge global broadcaster, which was brilliant because that was um, just sort of really put me in touch with a great lot of opportunities to be yeah. honest with you yeah and um and evan what did you do for this broadcasting company um i started out i, I did a few various roles throughout the seven years i mean um there were client management um, client relationship management roles mm-hmm. um there was in particularly the last sort of two to three was um brand partnership development mm-hmm. and um dealing basically with 
clients all across the world apart from the United Kingdom. Oh, wow. Because, <laughs> I mean, um, which was brilliant. I mean, really, really brilliant. And that is one of the things that played a major factor in me deciding what to do, what I'm doing now, to be very honest with you. Yeah, yeah. So, Well, let's, um, let's talk a little bit more about that. So you're, you're taking this month-long seminar. You're sort of at a crossroads. And, yes. and so what's going through your mind at this time? What to do next? Yeah. <laughs> um, because, this, as I said, I mean, you know, one of the obvious paths was to take on board another full-time position, um, you know, apply, and I'm sure of it, hopefully with my CV, we're looking pretty good at that stage, I would imagine. I was hoped to get another full-time position if I wanted to choose that road. Yes. However, whilst discussing with the men, my mentor, um, we were talking about my branding experience and the experiences I've had with clients and before I, I mean, in the business television um, aspect of things I've done, I did a lot of uh, production work, producing work, et cetera, et cetera. So we were talking about that, and he mentioned the word, basically the words, so you're more or less a brand developer. Yeah. And that is something I have to be honest with you that just, I think that was what they call the light bulb moment. <laughs> Had you heard of the <laughs> phrase brand developer before that? <laughs> No, <laughs> it was something new that was put in front of me. And um, as I mean, maybe we will talk about this later, I reckon, but I'm, I'm quite a sucker for a challenge. Yes. I like yes. challenges a lot. Yes. Um, so he mentioned this to me. I went home and I thought about, he said, go home, think about it and come back tomorrow and we'll discuss it further. And that less led to me going back to him the next day and say, right, this sounds very interesting. How can we cultivate this concept and what can I do to, you know, become basically a brand developer? And that is more or less the long and short of it where the whole bit of being an entrepreneur and a developer start to, to um, be born. And I thought, well, this is sort of like the way forward because to be honest with you, I mean, I'm saying upfront, there is nothing wrong with full-time positions. It's brilliant. And I'm very grateful and very blessed that I had such a wonderful career in it because if it wasn't for that, I just probably wouldn't be sitting here and talking to you today. Right. However, after 20 years of doing it, 95 day in and day out, um, I sort of like found that a lot of the times you live for your holidays, your holidays, yeah, the weekend, yeah. the holidays, um, you come back from holiday within a couple of days. Another one is booked for three months' time. It's in your diary, notification <laughs> set to go off. Yes. You know, that kind of life. I mean, listen, a lot of people thrive in it. And as I said again, there is absolutely nothing wrong with it. Right. Um, for right. some people it worked. But when I was given the opportunity, um, I just thought to myself, maybe this is now my time where I can take what I've learned so far and instead of it just giving to someone else so that they can fulfill their dream, which unfortunately I think is a lot of times what happens if you're in a full-time position, yes. you, you know, you, you help others on their road really uh, rather than what you actually back off your own road or follow your own path as such. So that's when I made the decision that um, – <laughs> and I decided, well, this is my time now. I've got to give this a go. This is um, – something that I definitely can get stuck into, like, you know, and um, I believe that I can make this work. Oh, that's great. So, yeah. 
And you've been doing it ever since. So Evan, talk about what is, and I love that you describe yourself as a brand guardian. What is your big why? Mm. What is your daily purpose? Well, as a brand guardian, it um, involves sort of like, as far as I can see, sort of as far as I have been working out so far, sort of three aspects when it comes to um, the branding of a client, as I said, an individual or a business. I mean, you you look, first of, first of all, sort of people can either have all three if they like, or otherwise perhaps they would choose this one. It depends on where they are at this time in their lives. I mean, I mentor, for instance, people that is starting out. Um, they have perhaps very little understanding of branding, what mm-hmm. it is about. Um, there are some people who obviously have been doing something for a while, but they feel the need that their branding is not on par with their competitors. Um, and that then can go forward to sometimes people just feel the need that they have got to now grab this whole online environment um, and start promoting themselves in there. But again, they don't have any idea of what strategies to use. How do you develop uh, a persona online, etc. cetera? Um, so I would then help people to take it sometimes from scratch. And we will look at, for instance, the logo, the colors they use, um, um, basically kind of make sure that whatever they want people to perceive them to be, whether they're an individual or a business, that it is correct in line with their ideas for the future of who they want to be. So it is, it's basically protecting someone's brand that's built or if it's built already, enhance it perhaps. I believe it is very important that you definitely need to be on par with the competitor. So I would, that is one of the things that I really try to explain to people and make sure they do understand that this is what we are heading for. To look, we look at competitors compared to where they are next to their competitors, for instance, and um, make sure they work together so that we can bring them up to speed, basically. I love it. The way you broke that down, I think, was so great for our listeners. So, Evan, what would you say is the biggest challenge you face in achieving your goal? Right. Well, uh, my biggest challenge is that I would um, like to cultivate and build relationships with people across the world Hmm. because I have had clients from all across the world, apart from the United Kingdom, funnily enough. Um, I work with people as far as Russia. Um, Ukraine, I worked across um, Europe, which included people from Poland, from France, Spain, Italy, Holland. Um, I also worked with people, funnily enough, in Africa, you know, in Africa. So, and then in America as well. But to do that, the challenge is you've got to strike up relationships, which I'm sure you'll agree with me. You have to collaborate with people. You have to first become a friend. Yes. And obviously, with with making friends, so to say, within the local area where you live or in the country that you live, it's not that difficult because it's much easier perhaps to, you know, meet up literally face-to-face, etc., and start talking to people. But the challenge for me lies within the fact that I would like to cross oceans and borders, basically. Because when I was working with people from all across the world, it is like so amazing to work with people that, because they've got different cultures and different ways of doing things. And, and that's one of the things that you have to adhere to from my perspective if I want to make the relationship or the, and the collaboration successful. So my challenge is to cultivate relationships. That's why, I mean, you know, speaking to you, meeting people like you on, on social media, Cherie, and et cetera, it's just fantastic because 
you people who don't live in my country where I am at the moment, but I just feel that I would like to spread my wings, literally. Yes, and, yes. And that is, is a brilliant challenge for me. Well, I think that's a great, a great one that you've talked about that a lot of people face. So, Evan, and I love how you, you kind of broke it down, that it's about understanding your client, uh, especially if they're in a different time zone, a different part of the world. Mm-hmm. So what are some of the things that you do to help cultivate that relationship, especially when there is a cultural or even sometimes a language barrier? I do spend time really working um, not just in a business perspective with people, because as I said, um, once I can understand where you come from as my client, I can hopefully then get my head around it and therefore talk to you more or less within your language. I love it. It's really, it's really a very simple but a very powerful way to develop that relationship. Making mm-hmm. that effort, I think, is where you can make that connection. And I love how you, you boil it down. I mean, you really start, start out trying to make that connection as a friend. Absolutely, because at the end of the day, collaborating um, with people, you know, or with businesses, etc., it's fantastic. And you know, also perhaps because I come from a different world than what they are, maybe I can bring something to the table that perhaps they haven't thought about. Maybe they haven't heard even about a certain solution that I offer them. You know, so I think that um, instead of this sort of bulldoze in go like listen we are supposed to be doing business and this is the project and i don't i I don't operate like that i'm afraid to say um it doesn't really necessarily always work for me because also to be honest with you john i mean it'll it, it is great for me that if you do work with someone from some other place in the world um i would like to perhaps that relationship i mean i would definitely like the relationship to carry on because i would like to do some more work with you yes I love it. Go for the long-term moving forward, listeners. Well, Evan, are you ready for the Knowledge Burst session? Let's go for it. All right, Evan, I'm excited to have you. I'm going to tweak this just a little bit. So when I had Natasha on last week, we talked about starting and building from the ground up. Since you work as a brand guardian and you do a little bit of everything, I want to talk to you a little bit about maintaining your personal brand. So getting started is one step. But how do you continue that momentum? I mean, it is an investment of time and effort to maintain your brand. What is the best tip that you can give to our Moving Forward listeners? I'm going to go with be proud of your brand via consistency. Hmm. Um, I still to this day come across social media platforms where you see that there are people who have different images and um, etc. for instance. I just find it a little bit disturbing. I mean, if you have to be consistent across all platforms. Now, it doesn't matter how many platforms you're on. You could be only on one or two, but most of people know nowadays there is Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and LinkedIn, et cetera. And then on top of everything, you've got a website as well. So my tip would be just make sure that your brand is absolutely consistent across all your platforms. Use the same image you know, of you if you're a personal or a personal um brand for instance make sure that the image is fine I mean, if you want to change the image it's absolutely fine i mean <laughs> because just be consistent about great share well evan i'm excited to ask you as someone who does work so much 
in relationship building and social media. Do you have a favorite technology tool or a practice that you follow that really helps you each and every day? Um, I'm going to go with an application I use really on a daily basis because it is very easy to use and it helps me a lot, which is Adobe Spark Post. Ah, yeah. Um, I think you're the second guest yeah. to recommend it. That's a, I, I really have to look into it. But share with our listeners w- what it is and what you like about it. Uh, it is an application that um, you can very easily create visuals for any of your posts. Whether you are writing a blog or a journal, I do, um, and you want to include something in there that's on brand. Whether you want to create uh, an image for your Twitter post or your Facebook page that one against to be on brand, um, it, it is simply so easy. Uh, I mean, before kind of discovered this, <laughs> I used to. I had a, a document basically where all the dimensions was like I researched them and they were written down. You know what I mean? <laughs> so you did, <laughs> all, the, so, you did the so old fashioned way, the hard way. I did exactly. <laughs> For me, that is the question of how proud are you of your brand? Well, I think also can... part of it, Evan, is awareness. I think some people are not even yes, aware that yes. there are different I, dimensions for LinkedIn, I, yeah. Twitter, Facebook. I mean, because they're all different social media platforms. So I think that's a great share for our listeners. Well, Evan, I'm excited to ask you. So what is one small choice or activity you're making today to move forward? Well, uh, I do it today, I did it yesterday, and I'll be doing it tomorrow and many years to come, John. Um, and that is to have structure. Mm. Have a plan, have a structure. Be, don't, especially now that I do things for myself, I don't have someone to check on me all the time. So, you know, how far is that presentation? Have you answered that client's email? Have they responded, etc.? You have to do things yourself, basically. Um, so, and even if you do have a team, when you have a, a, a company, I mean, there, there should be a structure that says this and this and this should happen at this and this time, or tomorrow we will be tackling this, uh, and we're going to follow up from yesterday's today, et cetera, et cetera. So for me, it is really very important to be, to have a structure in what you do, um, in particular in your business environment. I, um, I always, I always really try to, when I talk to businesses, I mean, trying to develop um, uh, strategies or anything to do for them, maybe to enhance the whole culture that they have um, within the office or whatever. I will always mention the word structure. What I like about that activity, Evan, is that it's one that you're following every day. It's not just today, yes. but it's one that you're using consistently. And it ties into that theme of having structure. Hey, Moving Forward listeners, you can find links to many of the books and resources mentioned by today's guest along with offers to try out Audible and Amazon Prime. These are affiliate links for which I receive a small commission, which helps the podcast and is greatly appreciated. You can find these on the write-up for today's episode at bemovingforward.com. Evan, ready to do a little time travel? Hashtag, let's do this. (laughs) We're going to step into a time machine. We're going to... Skip ahead to the year 2023. Tell me, who was Evan in five years? I would just like to say to you that, yes, no, I am definitely a very positive and very determined person and very motivated. So I honestly feel that within five years from now, I will be very disappointed if I'm not better at what I have been today. Just a more complete person. Not that one or other of them is probably what we could fully complete until the day that I took my last breath. But to be honest with you, um, 
I would definitely in five years from now being able to have ticked quite a few boxes that is empty at the moment. Mm. Um, and um, maybe who knows, perhaps you speak to me in five years time and then we discuss the few boxes that I didn't talk <laughs> mention <laughs> to you today. That's, you're the first person who's ever actually made that, made that suggestion. And that's a great one to, to come back and maybe we'll do this in five years to have that <laughs> conversation because I would love to hear what some of those boxes are. But I think the general message is really great. Just you're to be better at what it is that you're doing because you already know your big why. You already know your purpose. So being better at it, getting to the next level, I think you have a very clear, clear vision of that. I hope so, definitely. No, 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 I don't hope so. I know so. I yeah. absolutely know so. Yeah. I mean, the, one of the things, for instance, I mean, I don't want to go on about it, but um, I am constantly looking at a bigger picture. And that's when I, that's what I had when I decided to start out on my own as well, to look at the big picture, um, longevity, you yes. know, in it for the long haul. I mean, the thing is, I mean, you know, I mean, I'm not a spring chicken anymore. I've been around the block a few times, but there's still a lot of years left in me. Definitely. And I thought that, if I'm then going to do this this journey of entrepreneurship for the rest of my life, um, then this is this is like a long haul, you know, situation. So therefore, I would definitely um, think of bigger pictures, not just stay very focused on the now and then, and maybe only tomorrow. So yes, absolutely, I absolutely love it. How can our listeners connect with you and find you on social media? Right. They can obviously get me through my uh, website, which is avonbike.com. There is a contact page in there that they can definitely get in touch, drop me an email, and I'll definitely get back to them. Um, Twitter, and the handle there is avonbike underscore. And then I'm on Instagram as well, which is avon.bike. Uh, Facebook is avonbike development. And there's also LinkedIn, which obviously is Evan Bike. And I encourage you, reach out to Evan. We'll have all of that listed in the write-up. Evan, close out the show for us. Share some parting wisdom with our Moving Forward listeners. <laughs> I'm going to say moderation, John, because I believe that if you do things in moderation, you could probably end up living a very long life full of enjoyment. It's been part of my life for many, many years, that word moderation. I came to a conclusion long, long time in life that if you do things in moderation, you can actually really enjoy doing them for a very long time. So um, if that's okay, I'm going to leave it up with moderation. I love it. And moving forward, listeners, I think the three big themes for today, brand consistency, moderation, and structure. I think that's such a beautiful themes that you've hit on today. Evan, I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule, for joining us. It's a different time zone. Uh, to share your story and some incredible knowledge bursts so that our listeners can move forward. Thank you so much, Evan. Thank you very much. And thanks for having me. It was a pleasure. Absolutely. Thanks, John. Absolutely. The pleasure was mine. And once again, Moving Forward listeners, check it out, bemovingforward.com. You can follow us on social media at bemovingforward on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter. Join us next Tuesday for another extraordinary guest. Have a great week. And remember, always be moving forward. Now it's time for you to move forward and unlock the extraordinary in you. Moving Forward is produced by John Lim and Bali Solutions, LLC. All rights reserved.